0: Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk, the bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast with your favorite trio of hosts. I'm one of that trio, Colin Colhoven, joined by Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. Good morning, gentle sirs. Good morning.
1: Morning, <laughs> morning.
0: <laughs> it is quite early today, so how are you guys doing in terms of your alertness levels?
2: Great. I'm ready. I'm on it. Let's do
0: this. You could drive heavy machinery? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's great to hear. I feel like I'm going to be waking up over the course of the show. Gerald, what about you?
1: Same. I'm still waking up, but I'll eventually get there throughout the episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're we're doing a little bit different of a recording uh, window this time because I had some wedding stuff coming up that I needed to do uh, around our normal time. I'm getting married in like two months, guys kind of wild that that, yeah thank you that number uh we have those blocks like i've told you guys many times and it's getting down to almost 70 as far as days left until the wedding so yeah you know starting to freak out
1: (laughs) (laughs) it creeps up on you man
0: yeah it really does it really does like i feel like 2022 in general has gone by like stupid fast already like we're halfway through march bro
1: it's crazy because, like, after you you know you you propose and let everyone know you're engaged, and you say your wedding out from like a year from then, you're like, okay, I got a year to do everything, and then like half the year's already gone. And you're like, oh crap, where did where did the time go? <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, totally. You know what we mean, Eli?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you go to take care of your son and then you don't do anything for six months and then your son is. (laughs) No, I like we were really productive on wedding planning stuff for the first few months. Like we got our venue booked and photographer, all that kind of like bigger stuff. And then we did like probably four to five months where we didn't look at it at all. And our thinking at the time was like, this will be great because we're not going to be stressed about it. Like, we'll we've done everything that's important and whatever, you know, we can take a few months and just not worry. And then now that we're a couple months out, I'm like, we probably should have just done like a little bit, you know, on each of those months. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's kind of like me with a, a paper or like a project for school. Yeah. Did you have a project the other
2: day? That was, uh, you know, you needed to get done. Cram- you had to cram?
0: Yeah, dude. I had to cram out a project for this class. I got the due date wrong. It's an online class. <laughs> and I was like, we had a, a week off of class. I don't know what it was for. It wasn't spring break or whatever, but... Anyway, during that whole week, I like told myself, I'm not going to check anything for school because I'm just going to relax. You're you sensing a theme here. I'm just going to not, not look at it. And then I logged on on a Monday at probably like 8 a.m. to look at it. And it was like, oh, yeah, Monday by midnight, your first project is due. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was just like a timeline of the history of like a certain game across like a hundred or sorry, a thousand years with 20 different entries, a paragraph each. And I was like, ugh, fuck.
2: thousand years of a game?
0: Yeah. So I looked at the evolution of a pl- of a playing card, right, from like ancient China to, uh, to where we see it, you know, in like the 1600s okay. in France or something. So regardless, yeah. I had to cram this project after working a full workday, like then go home and then do this project, and I turned it in at like 11 p.m. or something. And uh, yeah, I got a hundred out of a hundred on it. So what are you gonna do? You know, Jeez. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, but. It's, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a serial procrastinator. Everyone knows that.
1: Procrastinator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Classic. You, you were going to say something though, Daryl. What were you, you going for?
1: Oh, I was going to ask, are you having an open bar at your uh wedding?
0: We do have, um, yeah, it's like we have two signature cocktails that you can get. And then we also serve beer and wine and champagne. So it's not like an open bar, but like you can go get as much of the other things that I listed as you want you know
1: yeah and then Uh, during the
0: well you were doing beer tasting too later on
1: so nice yeah yeah for my wedding I told my mom don't do an open bar because most of my family on my dad's side loves to drink (laughs) and that's pretty much the reason why they came was just to go straight to the bar and drink (laughs) you're like that feels great
0: guys it's not like I'm getting married or anything
1: yeah are you are you prepared for that Colin
0: I'm a little nervous wedding
2: crashers yeah
0: I'm a little nervous not about people crashing it but about like my parents just getting too drunk you know Mm -hmm. and like giving an overly emotional speech because I'm an only Mm -hmm. child they'll be like my baby boy is getting married (laughs) 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 you know know, like that kind of shit I'm a a little worried about that but you got any buck wild friends I have a couple buck wilders Yikes.
1: Nice. yeah I hear duh yeah <laughs> it's
0: gonna yeah exactly you guys are gonna be buck wild no it's, it's uh <laughs> it's gonna be a good mix I think it's gonna be a good mix Cool. Oh. but anyway yeah that's coming up it's on my mind um but yeah just been just been busy you know I think you guys you guys feel that too things are just moving quick in 2022
1: mm-hmm.
0: absolutely yeah. nuts but we're here to talk about trophies and trophy hunting and all things related to trophies. Including video games, duh, because we're nerds. And uh, you know, movies, other things like that. So you can find us over on Patreon if you like what we do, patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast. we encourage you guys to all check it out. And again, I'm gonna plug the Discord. We've got a race going on over there. We're getting towards the end of the first uh race segment of the year, but you can still participate and you can uh post or what's the word I'm looking for? Retroactively submit your platinums as long as they qualify based on the race rules that you'll find in the race rules channel of the Discord. So go check that out if you're listening. What do you guys think? Feeling racy? yeah. yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh <wait. laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. pedal to the metal. In non gaming news, though, before we get into the main here and get tortured by some amazing dad jokes from Eli that we've all come to know and love. Uh, we've had a couple uh, a pair of movies come out that are video game relevant and or adjacent, right? We've got the new Batman movie and we've got the new Uncharted movie. Now, first, Eli, you love yeah. movies. So, oh, yeah.
2: Big movie guy over here. Right. You are telling me guy.
0: you've watched a record number of movies actually since 2020, 2022 <laughs> began. Can you go ahead? Yeah. What, what is that number for the fans here? Uh, I think one. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> 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 and, and what movie was that, sir? I'm
2: pretty sure. I think it was 2022. We watched uh, the original Tarzan. Not the original Tarzan. Like the animated? Um, come to find out, there's like old school Tarzans of like it like 50s what yeah like weird looking um like a <clears throat> what do you call it like a poster like uh-huh. an old school poster with like a dude in a you know they're kind of that aesthetic i don't know how to explain that very well but
1: you know i, I know mu- what you mean a muscly
2: guy in like a <clears throat> what do you call that tarp over there crotch that loincloth looks like yeah Yes. Yeah, it's pretty funny looking if you look <laughs> the... up some of the old
0: Tarzan movies. I'm going to look it up right now. We, yeah. Do you know what it's Tarzan old movies. Just movie. type in Tarzan movie <laughs> and gonna... all the other Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Let's go. Let's see if I can find some images it's like, here. It's like the 50s, right? Holy moly, dude. Yeah.
2: I don't what's, oh how do you my explain gosh. that aesthetic?
0: I don't even know, dude. It's very It's like a uh... pinup.
2: It's like a pinup, but yeah. With a dude in a loincloth, kind of as the, and there's a bunch of them.
0: Yeah, there's quite a few of these horrible. Tarzan the movies.
2: Magnificent. Tarzan goes to India. The Tarzan collection
0: <laughs> goes to India like it's another planet. Yeah. It Tarzan. <laughs> uh, Tarzan. The one I watched <laughs> yeah.
2: was the original or the the original Disney one. Yeah, that one's so good. Classic. Oh my gosh. Is that ninety nine or something. Yeah, it is ninety nine.
0: Yeah, good guess. You'd guess.
2: I'm looking at the screen.
0: It's featured but in there's uh, the many first different Kingdom versions. Hearts game, too, dude. So mm. You get to go to Tarzan's World there.
2: Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. A little bit of fighting going on, so if you and Zayden ever get, get around to checking those out.
2: Yeah. And we also debated getting um Godzilla versus whatever the other dude is. King Kong?
0: Oh, yes. Yes.
2: But I guess some of his friends at school had watched it, and they were playing it. I don't know exactly what that means, but you know how, you know, kids do kid things and pretend and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to get him in on the loop, but I'm not I wasn't so sure it would be We saw the trailer and it just is a bunch of action and destruction, so it didn't look too bad for him, but
0: for Godzilla, like the original Godzilla movie?
2: No, no, the Godzilla versus King Kong one. Oh one.
0: yeah, on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. That one's probably a little too Serious for him, still maybe. Yeah. I, yeah, but you could introduce him to you know the very old school God. There's tons of Godzilla movies from like the 50s onward, and they are you know Godzilla versus Mothra, Godzilla versus Godira, Godzilla, Godzilla, ver- and they're all just like kind of the same cheesy but like action monster movies. And mm-hmm. I, I grew up loving those, so maybe he'll really? like that shit. Yeah. Yikes! I know. Dude. I don't know.
2: I don't know about that.
0: I watched a lot of older movies when I was growing up which we've talked about yeah. before but yeah, yeah. That, that was my jam.
2: I feel weird about that sometimes. Like I want to have him like know the classics, I know, but at the same time like he should have his own classics.
0: I do agree with that.
2: Like the Godzilla versus King Kong will be like it'll look like shit in 20 years. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they'll have some even 16k or whatever.
0: Yeah, I I think about that a lot how it's like I'll choose to watch an older movie for like nostalgia sometimes and like Mm -hmm. You know, something from, like, the 80s or whatever, you're like, oh, wow, it's so, like, weird seeing the practical effects or whatever. And I wonder if kids, like, 30 years from now are going to be like, I watched Godzilla vs. Kong, it's so quaint looking with its (laughs) CG, like, it's just so nostalgic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. Well, regardless, uh, you know, keep introducing him to some monster movies, I think. He's at the right age where, like, that or, like, Jurassic Park stuff, like dinosaur shit, he could probably get really Mm -hmm. into. I mean, Camp but you know.
2: Oh, we did watch some of that. We watched some of Camp Crustaceous.
0: Dude, I watched the first season of that. What? <laughs> yeah, bro. I like I like cartoons, so I watch a lot of cartoons. Oh um, man. yeah. Like I was watching Batman Beyond last night. Remember that show?
2: Mm. It's he's
0: got like the dark suit with like the red logo on it.
1: No, I don't. Sorry. Daryl,
0: come on, help me out here. You never seen Batman Beyond?
1: I saw a few episodes. This It's where Bruce Wayne is old. He's, like, giving up the mantle to, a, like, a younger kid.
0: Yeah, he's, like, the mentor. It's, like, kind of set in Gotham in the future. It's, like, in 2050 or some shit. Anyway, I like cartoons. And I like movies. So, what can I say? I'm assuming you haven't seen the Uncharted movie or Batman, then, Eli?
2: No, I'm, t- I'm interested in the Batman movie. Actually, I'm interested in both of them. Kind of. I mean, they got the Batman stuff in Rocket League, so... You know, kind of got to get up on my Rocket League lore and stuff. Sure. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm somewhat interested. What did you guys think?
0: Yeah, Daryl, well, you saw Did you see both or just one of them?
1: I saw both of them.
0: Oh, OK, cool. Well, let's start with um, let's start with Batman then. What did you think of that?
1: And I actually really enjoyed this movie, you know, uh, like all the lead up to it. Oh, Robin Pattinson's the new Batman, (laughs) you know, he shouldn't be playing Bruce Wayne, you know. It's just all this stuff with his Twilight history. I'm like, come on, man. Everybody takes a role, yeah. you know, in the past. Maybe they're not proud of it, but, you know, eventually they get better (laughs) at what they do. And I thought he did pretty well as Batman. Yeah, I like from beginning to end, I enjoyed it. I would say like my favorite scene in the movie is probably the beginning. Where, you know, it it reminded me of Arkham Knight, where all this stuff is kind of taking place during Halloween.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And, like, you know, the criminals are out, and they're, you know, they're doing, like, criminal stuff. And then, like, Bruce is narrating, saying, like, oh, when the criminals see the bat signal in the sky, they're wondering if I'm there in the dark, in the shadow, waiting to, like, take them out. So I thought that was pretty cool. It was, like, really well, you know, shot. Yeah, absolutely. I have to say this is probably like the one batman that you know was just frightening like the other batmans i didn't really get like this this sense of fear or like you know fright out of them but this one i was like genuinely like frightened like the like batman was like badass in this movie like he didn't he didn't give a damn
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah you know i'll say like probably all of the movies i've, seen, I've Seen like Transformers, um, Avengers Endgame twice. And it's probably one of those movies where I'll probably go see it again today. Yeah. Actually.
0: Very cool. Yeah. It's one that I'm going to probably see one more time too. Cause I, I didn't see it with Stephanie and she wants to see it. I think so. We're going to go check it out. It is coming to HBO max at the time of recording, probably like a month from now. Uh, so if you do really want to wait and just see it on your already paid subscription, like totally get it. But the movie, um, the director, Matt Reeves, was like so critical about how his movie was screened that he actually told theaters very specific projector settings to use when showing the movie because it was shot in such a specific way with like color contrast. And so if you see it in the movie theater, you're going to see it on this thing that most theaters have now, which is called like Dolby Vision, which is essentially like the HDR equivalent for your home TV. So like bl- there are truer blacks and more actual color contrast and stuff like that and it might look really weird if you watch it at home without that because the movie's really dark like a lot of the scenes are are you know take place at night um Gotham City is a very like dark and brooding kind of like atmosphere so if you're not worried about you know if you feel comfortable which which I definitely do with like covid stuff now and you feel like you can go out and go to a movie theater and like you're okay with that then like yeah I really recommend you go and uh and see it because it's it's a good one to see in theaters it is long though Three hours, so uh, make sure you yeah. make sure wow. you don't <laughs> chug your soda and have to pee. I luckily didn't have to pee during the whole thing because I was dehydrated from being hungover. <laughs> 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 I, had, I had drank for the first time in 100 days, like the night before we went to go see the movie. So, yeah, I, I was a little hungover, but I, I thought it was great, too. Robert Pattinson, like you said, man, like, yeah, he was in Twilight, but I don't think his acting is a problem with twilight <laughs> you know like, <laughs> like he did he acted the part that they wrote for him and that the part was was designed to be right i mean if you don't like twilight that's one thing but you can't really hate on him or any of the other actors really just doing what their script tells them to do in those movies um and in, he was in things like the lighthouse which was like a really weird horror film from uh, robert eggers i think the guy who did the witch also right. did the lighthouse right and that was really good yeah, so it's really solid. Like, Zoe Kravitz as Selina Kyle, Catwoman, is great. Um, I haven't seen, or sorry, I haven't read a lot of the comics for Batman, but I hear that this movie follows the comics a lot more closely. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I just really recommend it. The soundtrack's great. cinematography is great. The action is pretty intense. Like, he feels like Batman is, like, kicking people's asses in this movie instead of just, like, punching them once and then, like, moving on, you know? <laughs> like,
1: yeah. What did you uh, think of the really,
0: Batmobile?
1: Oh, dude, that, that that was pretty dope. It reminded me like something out of Mad Max, like a the, lot the way it was built. It's way different. Yeah, exactly. It's way different. And it, dude, it that thing was a Hummer out there.
0: Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent.
1: And it probably had one of like the like the coolest cars chase scenes in movies that I, I can recall. Like just the intensity of it. And, like you know, he's he's going after the penguin. You know, the Penguin, I never really took for a serious villain, him and the Riddler. Dude, they killed it in that movie. They genu- genuinely had me, like, on the edge of my seat just because of, like, the amount of mayhem they can cause.
0: Yeah, they were really good villains. And as a, this isn't a spoiler because it's just, like, a casting thing. But if you go see the movie, I dare you to try to tell me that that's Colin Farrell as the Penguin because I could not tell at all, dude. All that—that was him. It, the whole movie. They
1: did a pretty good job on that. Yeah. W- one last thing I'll say about it is just you know this is like one of the first movies where they really focus more on the detective element to Batman, like right right down to like you know his origins. Like other movies have kind of like there's a glimpse of it, but like this one, it was more focused on like the detective side, which the director really wanted to kind of showcase. So, like during the movie, you'll see like Batman in a crime scene. He's surveying the area. He's seeing clues that detectives and forensics aren't seeing. And it it really shines in the movie because it reminds me of the video games, like where you can kind of go into detective mode. And like in Arkham City, it reminded me of Arkham City where you find this journalist who's dead, but the way he was killed can't be done by any normal person. Then like you go into detective mode, you figure out what's going on, and then you realize that Death Shot is in like he's the reason why the guy's killed. So it's real cool to see the detective side because most movies don't really showcase that. I mean, you know, the world's greatest detective. How how is that something that can go missed nowadays?
0: Right. Totally. That that's a good point. Like it, it definitely plays that up more than the Batman movies I've seen. Again, I haven't read the comics really or watched like there's just so many Batman movies on HBO Max. It's insane. If you go to like the DC hub on there, there's just like every animated movie you could think of. <laughs> so uh, it, it watching this did make me want to go back and watch some of the older shit. That's why I was watching Batman Beyond even. I was like, hmm, I'm going to go check out some old Batman cartoons. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Would recommend Eli. I think Zayden's maybe a little too young <laughs> to see this. It is PG 13, but like, it's still pretty like dark and scary or whatever. So yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know if it's good for that, but it it's worth seeing at some point if you can watch it maybe at home once he's like asleep or some shit. Three hours, dude. Yikes! Okay. Watch it in two nights. Just do an hour and a half each.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see that's not bad. I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to watch the Uncharted movie because it more
0: right. Well, it's PlayStation adjacent there. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say too, Daryl. Like you were talking real quick about the the old Arkham games, and I think I'm too far gone from them to even play them now. Like they're like at this point, Arkham Knights is coming out or whatever, like later this year, I think. And so, and then you have Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League come in as well. So maybe I'll just try one of those out. Um, like I don't know if I'll ever go back to Arkham Asylum with everything else in my backlog. So we'll see. Gotcha. <laughs> I know. But yeah, Uncharted movie, Eli, um, good call there because that was the other movie that I've seen recently. It went from like not going to the movie theater to going to two movies within like three weeks, which is pretty cool. And the Uncharted movie has a pretty tumultuous path to the screen, right? We all know it's been in production for a long time. At one point, Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be Nathan Drake, and then he got too old because the project was taking too long, and then he became Sully, and then Tom Holland became Nathan Drake. So it's like this whole thing of, you know, finally, this thing is off the ground, um, and I went with my mom and Stephanie to see it. Now, they don't, I mean, they know what Uncharted is because I played games, but, like, they're not, they don't know the franchise or anything like that. And it was really cool to be in a movie theater and then have, like, the PlayStation Studios logo come up in the beginning, showing, like, all the PlayStation characters and everything like that. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. This is my shit, (laughs) right? (laughs) You guys probably don't know who any of those people are. I know who all of them are. And um, yeah, I I think the movie overall felt good, not great. But I think for a video game movie, that's kind of okay because I think that the sequel for this could be pretty decent, actually. So this was like the setup piece, right? And this is their first, first production from Sony. Uh, on the game side that's coming out we've got last of us coming out on hbo later uh, and i think god of war series has been greenlit for amazon prime so yeah i mean what did you think daryl i could i could probably keep talking for a while but you saw this as well right
1: yeah and uh, i'm glad you brought that up about the sony um intro because it reminded me of like the marvel intro Mm -hmm. that we like come to know like in every marvel film we see so that was pretty cool yeah um but yeah I watched the Uncharted movie. I thought it was okay. Uh, you know, being like, being that I played the games, I didn't really, you know, see a whole lot that I enjoyed about it. Well, I I guess because I had played the games, I was hoping the movie would be more true to that, but I couldn't really get into Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg as the characters, the play as Nathan Drake and Victor Sullivan. It was just I, I tried to put that behind me and try to enjoy it like alright this is a you know it's a film you know I should just not be biased because of the characters or the actors playing the characters but i just gonna get, get with the casting. I just thought it was a total miss on you know that part and I really did not like Mark Wahlberg as, uh, as Sully. Just seeing him in the movie how much of a dick he was it just made me think like he didn't know who he was playing yeah he was just like sully when i remember the way i remember him in the games it's just like he was like a he was a mentor kind of like a father figure to to nathan and you know he always had his back but in the movie he is a mentor to nathan drake but he, he was just an asshole dude he was just like double crossing him all the time You know, he was untrustworthy, and Mark Wahlberg, you know, I could not stand him every time I saw him on screen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the movie got a little too heisty for me. I mean, it is about, like, they're they're thieves, right? So I get it. That's always going to be part of these type of movies, but, you know, Indiana Jones doesn't have, like, six double-cross moments, right? It has, like, one, and you're like, oh, yeah, you can kind of see that coming, because that guy looks like a Nazi. (laughs) um so like it kind of makes sense but this movie I think they tried to do a little bit too much of that and I agree that the characterization of Sully is wrong but I think what they're trying to do is set up like hey the sequel the next movie like that's where Sully will be the guy that you know and love from the games like this is all like let's say five or six years before that happens uh before you ever meet Elena or anything like that in Uncharted 1 so my assumption is that the second movie is going to be the first game in that storyline because they did greenlight the two more movies I believe after this one did pretty well at the box office. So we're going to get another one. Um you know, it's a it's kind of a stupid like action action like popcorn movie, right? I mean, it just it went down easy. I didn't think about it too much after the fact, but it was enjoyable while I saw it and I don't think there was anything other than Sully's characterization that was, like, truly bad in the movie. Um, I was a little annoyed that they only played uh, the—and this is minor spoilers, by the way—they only played the Uncharted theme, the music theme, one time during the movie. I'm not going to say when, but that kind of bothered me because the music is so iconic with Uncharted. That's, like— I can like think of it now when you log on to the main menu, it's like, and you're like, yeah, fucking let's go. (laughs) You know, I'm going to do a treasure hunt. And like, you just don't get that really in the movie, which is kind of frustrating. And um, yeah, they also combined elements of like Uncharted 4's story with Uncharted 2's with Uncharted, like they kind of piecemealed a bunch of things together. And I think what you end up getting is like a story that is believable. Like I could see this movie being a game, you know, but I hope that they don't make the game version of this movie as like the next Uncharted game. That would fucking piss me off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sophia Ali as Chloe Frazier is pretty solid, I actually I think. Like, uh, first of all, she's beautiful, but second of all, I think she actually does the role pretty well. So that was a win. And, uh, you know, Tom Holland, like, I, I had a hard time not seeing him as just Peter Parker, but he's also a fine actor. You know what I mean? Like, and he's going to get the. Uh, the girls involved that maybe would not normally go see this movie. You know, maybe it's like situation like me where it's like, yeah, I play games. My fiance doesn't really play PlayStation games, but she knows who Tom Holland is and she likes him. So she'll go see this movie. Cause he's in it. Right. Um, so any, I, anyway, I don't know. I recommend that you see it or rent it probably is what I would say. Like once it comes out on uh, Amazon prime or some shit, like just rent it. And, uh, it's also PG 13, there's some action scenes and stuff in it, but it's not, it doesn't ever get to, like, gruesome or, you know, mm-hmm. anything like that. I think it's pretty, like, family-friendly, honestly. It it kind of reminds me of, like, National Treasure <laughs> with, with Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah. Which I like National Treasure as a movie. Like, it's fun. You know, it's like a more enjoyable Da Vinci Code, which is, like, cerebral and all that shit. So, anyway, um, that's enough movie discussions for now. I can see Eli's loving it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but check them out folks if you're if, if you're at all interested it's a great time for movies we've got a couple other really great ones coming out in recent months or in coming months i mean and then uh the new jordan peele movie comes out in july which i cannot wait to go see so dude
1: i didn't even know that was the title of the movie i just thought yeah. when like crazy shit was happening <laughs> yeah it was just like someone's responding like nope and i was like wait was that the movie title
0: yeah dude how <laughs> you saw the trailer for that at batman right
1: yeah dude, dude like, it looks you know, so like good zombie lady in the stands and people just getting swept up by like a tornado i was like what the fuck's going on
0: i just really liked the beginning of that trailer where it's like the 70s music and it's like the the black woman and her brother are like standing there for a commercial and they're talking about the first like you know hollywood motion picture was a black man riding a horse and then they're like since we can say since the 1940s we had skin in the game and it's like got this like crazy music playing and stuff, if you remember. It really reminded me of like a Tarantino movie in that moment. And mm. I was like, oh shit, dude, this might be like really good, you know? So we'll <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh let's move on from movies and get into dad jokes, a natural segue. Ten out of ten. Mm. <laughs> right. So Eli, what do you got for us today? All right. This one this one comes from Kevin. No way! Gotta shout it out a little bit. No way! No Uh, shot. What
2: do you you call a factory that makes okay products?
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm stumped. uh, uh,
0: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (sighs)
2: Satisfactory.
0: It would be from Kevin. You know that one's a banger, dude. (laughs) Excuse me. That would be from Kevin. It is great, but it God, dude, it's such a grown fest, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. So it, you know, it, just because you don't get laughs from us, Eli, doesn't mean they're great. Because if I go like you know like that, that's that's the desired effect of a dad joke. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 Yep.
2: And yep. I know we got we got listeners kind of all over the world now at this point. Sure. And I want to ask: Which country's capital has the fastest growing population? Mm. All right. Ireland. Ireland? If you were wondering, yeah, because every day it's Dublin. Ah, damn it, DC. <laughs> That's what I was, I was trying to. Yeah, I was trying
0: to think of that like equivalent joke, you yeah. know. And I was like, Oh, mm, yeah. uh, Washington D.C. oh uh, okay, <laughs> like how does that work? Oh my goodness, that's a good one too. I, and yeah. also, it works because Irish people just, you know having sex all the time catholics <laughs> <laughs> you know irish twins like yeah yeah. Have, yeah exactly
2: yeah uh why can't you run through a campground mm. Mm. this one's for you the college college <sighs> boy
0: okay Colin. well that's great because i don't have anything <laughs> in my mind <laughs> i told you it's early i'm gonna be waking up over the course of this thing yeah, <laughs> yeah what cool. is it what we got what we got <sighs>
2: no because uh, you can only ran, because it's past tense. Mm,
0: my God, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> A little verbiage joke. Yeah, dude.
2: <laughs> they didn't uh, teach you that in English?
0: Uh, no, that sadly is not one that we went over.
2: And... Nah. Hey, that is one I got. I have English 101 credits. So that was one that I. Uh,
0: hey, that I that's, let's go.
2: Yeah, they taught me that there. So I still remember.
0: I mean, that's all you need.
2: Yeah, that's really, that's really it. That's all I retain. Yep, 100%. Um, what do you call an everyday potato? Couch potato. Commentator.
0: Commentator. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like it. Yeah, that, <laughs> Actually, took, that one took me a while. To I like out. that, bro. Yeah. That's good. Look at that's... Uh,
2: <laughs> so, my dad has a thing. He kind of... He kind of eats whatever the leftovers, whatever, you know, is is about to go bad. So instead of instead of being a uh, a connoisseur of fine foods, he's a common sewer.
0: Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, that, shout out dad right there. That's probably my favorite. And, you know, it comes from a dad. So, like, exactly. that's how you know. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. not that you're not a dad, but, you know, your dad's a dad's dad.
2: Yeah, it's legit.
0: Mm hmm. I think by so the time good, you though. get to like your 50s and 60s, your your ability to make crappy dad jokes is just off the charts. That's like when you're mm-hmm. at peak performance.
2: Mm-hmm. It's uncharted. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. It's uncharted. You got to get, you know, when when you turn 50 or 55, like give you a mic, you know what I mean? And get on stage <laughs> because that's when pure gold comes out.
1: <laughs> Eli's on the roll this morning, man. I know.
0: Yeah. He is. This punny He's bastard. Like, <laughs> son of a bitch all right well no, no, no. <laughs> thank you is that it for jokes sorry i don't want to move on to. Yeah, yeah 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 we good we good okay save,
2: i gotta save some some
0: material for next week that's true that's true or two weeks from now yeah yeah well you scare me <laughs> i'm like i'm not gonna be <laughs> elden ring in a week <laughs> even if i am but like 43 hours in already jesus fucking christ all right let's move on let's get into our uh patreon submitted questions now if you are a patreon supporter of a certain tier over on patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast you can submit questions comments concerns thoughts and ideas to the show which we love of course and uh yeah so just a reminder again to go check that out but a quick patreon shout out to all of our lovely supporters So that's a big thank you to charles bilby the slide g cooper pat the trophy hunter slugger b down maximum carnage and skrillist you guys rock thank you very much for your support of the show we really appreciate it all right First question comes to us from the Sly G Cooper. This is a bit of a this is a bit of a stumper here, and I think a natural transition coming from those banger jokes, okay? So he says or asks, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Hmm. That's a quandary. I got this to say. It, that's I don't a, even <laughs> go ahead.
2: It, it's a stumper.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> a nice hey. Nice. Uh, Nice <laughs> it. Um, I don't know what the fuck a woodchuck is. What is a woodchuck? Is it a beaver? Yeah. So it looks what, like a beaver. So is, is there a difference between a woodchuck and a beaver? Are they the same?
2: It's a whistle pig.
0: <laughs> is a land beaver a beaver?
2: So that so I'm this not, is a. Uh...
0: What the fuck? Okay, a beaver is a genus mammal, whereas a woodchuck is a species of mammal. Beaver is a uh, larger rodent than that of the woodchuck. Yeah. Beavers are fast oh. swimmers, and woodchucks than woodchucks because of their size. Okay, the woodchuck
2: is a beaver, but a beaver is not a woodchuck. Correct.
0: Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just had to get clear on that. Now back to you guys for the answer. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck?
1: Seven hundred pounds.
0: Where'd you get that guy from? How'd you? That's a very specific number.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Google says
0: because <laughs> google says yeah. oh man
2: bing seconds
0: that <laughs> bing <laughs> yeah. yeah microsoft bing Edge <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs> mozilla firefox says yes as well same thing with safari mm. uh poor bastards you know no one uses those search engines i feel bad for them yeah I've,
2: <laughs> i'm forced into ban- like i don't know why i have i've used an edge but it's been forced Oh, you are using it. I'm not like downloading anything out. I'm just, yeah. It's really frustrating when I need, uh, when I need like pictures because I have to Google Google
0: Mm. to
2: like, cause I don't like the images here typically. Sure. Sometimes they give better PNGs, but you know, it's frustrating. And I gotta, I gotta, uh, yeah, I have to Google YouTube as well. Like I have to search YouTube and then go to YouTube. Oh, that is take me there. It's like, why don't you use ours? Why don't you use Bing Video? It's way better.
0: Oh man, that like, is uh, Get the
2: fuck out of here.
0: That is frustrating. <laughs> I am sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, 700 pounds, that's a lot of wood. You know? Yeah. That's a lot of wood. That thing, uh, I just feel like that woodchuck's going to need jaw replacement after that you know what i mean like no one like the, oh, what? And, and yeah because a woodchuck to chuck wood i mean they're ch- they're chomping on it and they're moving it around i mean that's a lot of wood that's a lot of wood for one yeah. job
2: you know the way the way they explain this is it's based on the 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 equivalent weight of the dirt they can move
0: okay like an ant like because they they typically
2: <laughs> they typically burrow i think and like dig holes what so they don't sleep in the wooden huts Woodchucks they make? woodchucks don't don't chuck wood So they're 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 saying that it's based on, uh, moving wood that's basically already chopped because you're chucking wood, okay? Like throw it, like throwing, meaning moving,
0: right? Right.
2: Not chopping down. It doesn't say how much wood could a wood chuck chop,
0: mm.
2: which would actually probably be better. How much wood could a wood chop chuck chuck?
0: Wood chuck, 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 if chuck, wood chuck, chuck, chuck chop if a woodchuck could chop wood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah. Try that
2: one out. Try that one out for size. Yeah. Try that listeners but, and see how that takes yeah. you.
0: Uh, uh-huh interesting okay well i feel like i learned a couple things
2: yeah whistle pig
0: which is about all a whistle pig that's great that's what they call it down there in kentucky Yep. i don't know they
2: call that the land beaver
0: the land beaver yeah (laughs) unlike your female
2: (laughs) oh what this one says it's a a marmot which is a substantial ground squirrels
0: yeah see there's a whole yeah. Array of varmin and critter that I am just not too familiar with. I really like yeah. uh, chipmunks. I think they're a little underrated, you know?
2: Yeah, chipmunks are cool.
0: Yeah, they're not bad. They were all you over tell. the place in Wisconsin. I thought they were yeah. chill as fuck.
2: Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. They're better than squirrels for sure.
0: Yeah, 100%. Squirrels, like, look like, you know, like they look like they should be cool. Like, I wish that we could have domesticated squirrels yeah. that were more chill, but they're just not, yeah. you know? Yeah.
2: It's kind of a ferret. I always kind of wanted a ferret, but.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, ferrets uh, are cool looking. Stinky. They're stinky and they're vicious, dude. Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll chomp your dick right off. I, what? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Are they gonna chuck your wood? <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll ch- they'll wood chuck you real yeah. real fast. <laughs> it's been known to happen actually. If you go to the pet store, they're like, "Listen, you want to be careful. You own a cup, and you're like, like, What? And That's why. <laughs> that's why.'" All right, very good. <laughs> Thank you for that, uh, Slide G. Cooper. Getting getting the brain juices flowing. I learned what a woodchuck is, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing. It's a great thing indeed. Uh, let's see. Question number two. Daryl, do you want to read us in on this one?
1: Absolutely. Uh, question two comes from Maxim Carnage. His question is: Rumor has it that the next Bioshock game will take place in the Antarctic. This got me thinking. What is the setting you like to see a game explore that it maybe hasn't explored before? Hmm. 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 Antarctic. What?
0: Yeah, thank you for the question, Maximum. Much appreciated. Yeah, that Damn. uh that was leaked on uh Sacred Symbols actually. And Colin Moriarty is a big guy of saying, like, I'm not gonna leak something unless I know it's true. He felt that he had enough sources that corroborated the fact that uh yeah, indeed the new um Bioshock is gonna take place in the Antarctic. So Damn. that I is like um pretty interesting. I don't really know I'm having a hard time like envisioning what the levels will look like, you know. But, uh, maybe deep underneath the ice cap,
2: yeah, man, that's, like, yeah, that's probably that sounds good, like sketchy, you know dark caverns, maybe some <laughs> unknown civilization, yeah that's a that's pretty, pretty cool,
0: I really hope they don't have a meter, like a frost meter that you have to fucking manage mm-hmm. the whole time, Wow. God, damn it, anywho, <laughs> um. Yeah, or maybe they will, and eventually you'll get like a tonic that makes it like you don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't know. We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. uh, Eli, what would you think of the the question? What did you have for this?
2: Uh, for me, like I don't, I haven't played enough series of games where they, you know, travel to different locations each game. Like uh, you know, Assassin's Creed comes to mind right away. You know, they do all these different.
0: Uh, oh yeah, that's uh, a good
2: Egypt one. In the Vikings and England, and you know, I don't, I, I haven't played a lot of series like that. So for me, it was kind of tough and didn't have any connection to, like, a series like that. So my answer is just Rocket League doing some kind of hellish theme, you know, where you can get like some cool, cool items because the new, the new season just came out and it's a it's a cartoon themed and it is pretty whack. Mm. Not a fan. Really? I think my son will like it, but it's uh, not for me.
0: Okay. Weird. What do you mean by that? Like, does it have like uh, the, the fucking Scooby Doo van, the mystery mystery van? And yeah, that kind of actually, shit?
2: that's the vehicle. Pretty much is like a ridiculous looking Astro van. Huh? Yeah, and the cartoony items are just. I would, I would, I would rather go for the hellish theme. Is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> like something that's like more metal, you know?
0: Yeah. I Which getcha. the bat,
2: the new Batmobile in the game is pretty dope it's the one from the movie
0: okay cool yeah i'm a fan of that yeah
2: but i'm looking for some doom theme or something like that
0: dude it'd for, be cool uh, if they had like the like ornithopter like... from dune or something like that too Oh what is <clears> it <throat> or the ornithopter from dune like the movie it's like oh, a... i thought you're
2: saying doom
0: oh no 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 but like if they had stuff that's like more like flying vehicles that would be sick
2: Mm-hmm. ornithopter
0: yeah it's, which basically looks like a dragonfly but it's a like a little shuttle but it flies well, okay. like a dragonfly like its wings come apart and flutter like that it's pretty weird
1: Ooh, that yeah. is weird i'm looking at it you're right looking now, at it Google. yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's cool yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm
2: they did do their little <laughs> space their space themed one but fuckers yeah that's that's my answer it's I nothing like that. crazy
0: no i like that answer it's good Um, I think, so, I mean, are you guys surprised I talked about Resident Evil? Um, so I think, like, so in RE6, there's a section of, um, Leon's campaign that takes place in a college campus, but you, like, start off right there, and it's, like, your tutorial, and then you're out of there in, like, 10 minutes, and you don't really explore anything, but if you think about, like, how the older Resident Evil titles were, and they had, like, hub spaces, so you have, like, the police station in RE2, the mansion in Resident Evil 1... Um, Like a college campus would be like a perfect hub environment for a Resident Evil Mm -hmm. game, like exploring the classrooms, there's laboratories on site, there's like different facilities like the gym, the pool, like just the the campus grounds, like the dormitories, like you could turn the whole thing into like one giant area to explore. And I think that would be really cool. And, uh, you know, a great way to like utilize that space. And then the other thing I said would be, like, having more Resident Evil titles take place uh, outdoors in some respects. So, like, Resident Evil Revelations 2 had that in the woods. Um, RE Village has outdoor spaces, but it's kind of, like, they're outdoor walkways that lead you to bigger interior areas with the exception of Moreau. And even that area, it's not like I felt like I'm in the woods or anything like that. Like, I want, like, a dense wooded area maybe with, like, you know a village like so take re4's concept but like be able to like explore the like actual like landscape in that area around you more i think could be pretty interesting um yeah so like open world already game. oh god <laughs> you <laughs> know like that well i said open world dark souls wouldn't work and i was wrong so maybe open world resident evil would work but i, I don't want to see it yeah let's not go there mm-hmm. what about you daryl what would you have for this guy
1: Uh, For me, I went with a couple of games that i played before. And uh, these two games, they kind of, you know, the studios kind of went down the path where they they took these games into, like, different settings that probably shocked a lot of people. So the two games that I went with was like, God of War and Mafia. Because God of War, as you all know, they went into the north setting, which shocked me at the beginning, and Mafia you know they took their whole story down to new orleans where usually the mafia setting typically takes place in like the more you know new york type of area um but you know it worked you know i thought the series for god of war wouldn't be the same outside of like the greek mythology but they absolutely worked you know when they went into the norse realm and i really liked the the mythology a lot and you know i was really impressed because i like greek mythology and north mythology was pretty interesting to learn about in god of war so um you know these studios have like my full confidence in wherever they want to take those stories so i think god of war would probably be cool like in the egypt or aztec mythology type of scene yeah definitely um egypt's not you know like those two types of mythologies aren't really focused a lot and the only thing i can really recall from like an egyptian um type of game is like assassin's creed uh, uh is it origins
0: yep but, yeah which is great. and
1: i haven't played it yet yeah i remember you saying how, how much you liked it so it'll be cool to kind of dive into those mythos a little bit more yeah and like mafia um i really like mafia you know the setting in mafia 3 was like in new orleans slash new bordeaux as they called it in the game a lot of people weren't really happy because it was taking place outside of New York where the first two games took place. really liked it. You know, the location, the voice acting had me believing I was in New Orleans. And I really liked that the Italian mobsters weren't, like, speaking their Italian accents. They were, like, speaking with a southern accent. So it added it to, like, the gen, like, the genuine, like, storytelling of the actual game itself. Hmm. And I think, like, if, like, the studio, you know... Decided to, like, explore more of, like, the Mafia side of the world. I think fans will really enjoy the series returning to its roots. If they explore, like, the origins of Las Vegas and, like, bringing up, like, big mafioso names, names. You know, I think it's a well-known fact that Las Vegas was built by the Mafia.
0: Yeah. Which, so is, be which cool. is pretty crazy,
1: yeah.
0: 100%. I like <clears throat> I like those answers a lot. The Aztec option for God of War, like the Egyptian and Aztec options you mentioned, those are pretty uh pretty cool. I think we did actually get like a a little hint of the Egyptian gods in God of War 2018. I'm trying to remember. Don't um, do it
2: again, dude. But go spoiling God oh it's of War. just like a mural <laughs> on a wall it's like it's like
0: not part of the story at all I think there's just like a mural on the wall or something and I don't know if it was just like hey we're being goofy and putting in other pantheons or if it was like a hint of what's to come next because we do know that after this year's God of War Ragnarok that is the end of the Norse uh, mythology setting according to the mm-hmm. the studio so they're gonna do something different I personally hope they take a break for a while on God of War and cut and don't do another one for like five yeah. more years but that's me <laughs> Yeah, I don't want it blown out. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, those are uh, those are good answers. Okay, let's move on now to uh, thank you very much, Maximum, for that that question. Appreciate it, sir. Let's move on to the third question that comes to us from Slugger Eli. Do you want to read us in on this one? Oh, I'd love to. Thank you, sir. Uh,
2: Colin, you seem sad when Elden Ring trophy guide finally came out, as it took away the mystery, and now people had <clears throat> and now people had a nice roadmap to complete the game. Would you rather live in a world where we do, uh, do now? Sorry, sorry. This is type has <laughs> got me. Would you rather live in a world like we do now, where trophy guides exist and can help gamers through their platinums, or would you rather live in a world where video games and trophy guides, uh, didn't exist? And the well, video games have to exist, yeah. And the trophy, trophy guides, guides don't, don't exist, exist. Mm-hmm. yeah. the The trophy guides don't exist, and everyone has to f- figure it out
0: on their own why don't you start us off? this one's directed t- straight at your throat it, it's dude. coming at so. my throat bro no i really when slugger submitted this question i was like yes cool i get a chance to talk about it yeah i was pretty bummed when the elden ring trophy guide came out i think everyone knows i put in the discord like oh man i can't believe it like it's a uh, right away like the mystery's already gone like he said there was something special about playing that game the first week it was out when no one really knew where anything was you weren't like, getting boss fight, boss fights spoiled for you. If you had a question about a puzzle, I couldn't just YouTube a solution right away or, like, anything like that. And, you know, that's the case with all new games when they come out. Like, the guides are limited. But because of how long Elden Ring was and because of how much content was there, I do feel like even the people who got the game early, there wasn't, like, a shit ton of guides up for it right away, you know, which I really appreciated. And it just was great. Like, I literally didn't have to have my phone on me at all. It was in the other room. You just could sit down and enjoy the game and just like discover what I discovered. And, you know, I actually made some pretty good progress towards one of the endings, the optional endings, just naturally by talking to NPCs and following side quests and clues around and stuff like that. And then lo and behold, when I get the guide, it's like, Oh, you've already completed steps one through three or, you know, it's like the whole mystery goes away. I don't really know what other way to say it than that. Like a, a trophy guide, while a very useful tool completely kills the entire, like, community discovery aspect of a game. Because now, like, literally, the game's only been out a few more weeks, right, since we first talked about it. Anything I want to find on this game now, I can YouTube. Anything. Where do I get this weapon? Where do I... How do I do this NPC quest? How do I do this ending? What's the best progression route? How do I level up this item? It's all there now. And for a game that is, like, a Dark Souls game, which is built on this whole component of discovery and, like, not knowing some of the answers to things it's immediately and just it's spoiled. It's gone. And you're only going to get a game like this every five to 10 years, probably. And so I hope you guys enjoyed that first week because now that everyone has this fucking desire to document and post everything everywhere. That's it. Like it is your
2: choice to look at those.
0: It definitely is. It definitely is. So
2: if you want to spoil it, you can choose to. Yep. Yep. And the the other thing to that was like, that it's a community game and about discovering and, people just did that faster than you
0: yeah they did they did uh yeah i don't know like so i guess to answer the question more directly i don't i don't know if i want to live in a world where like trophy guides don't exist because it bothers me less when it's an older game you know like if i'm going back to play something from like 2015 whatever like i was playing far cry 3 classic right Like, okay, this game's been out for a while, I want to look at the trophy guide and make sure I'm not missing anything, and, you know, that's great. I think it just bothers me more when it's, like, a brand new game that's come out, like, because Mm -hmm. you just, especially one that I've been looking forward to for so long, and then just to have it, like, just crushed like that. I I think there was also a, a bit of me that was, like, extremely jealous of these people that had, like, this much fucking free time on their hands, where they're like, yeah, I played Elden Ring for 120 hours in the first week and here's everything you need to know and here's all the guides. And it's like, dude, some of us have, like, normal lives, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and we can't do that, and I wish that I could. And now I just get to see you post and figure everything out in, like, a week's time that would have taken me, like, six months. And I'm, you know, and I'm jealous about it. So I think it was, like, a mix of those two things. But overall, I would want trophy guides to exist. I just get kind of salty when it's, like, a brand-new game. Um, You know, so, like... Ghostwire Tokyo is coming up soon, and yeah, I would, I would, preferably if it was up to me, the first month or so the game was out, there would be no guides for it. But hey, that's me. W- what would you guys think,
1: <laughs> Colin? Your answer to this question reminds me of how people are upset with speedrunners for a game.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm not upset with speedrunners, but I get what you're saying. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, as far as my answer, I, I kind of just went with, you know, if we were to live in an alternate universe, I would say I kind of wish trophy guides worked the same as trophies. You know, they're unlocked once you beat the game on your first playthrough. Um, how that can happen, I don't know. It's an alternate universe.
0: That's a good but, idea, though.
1: Yeah, it's just, you know, for me, lately, I've been trying to tune out guides. That's just how I've been approaching my games. I just want the like the full experience of being able to play the story without like anything being spoiled f- spoiler for me. Mm-hmm. And a like, perfect example is Deathloop. Um, Deathloop, like, as you already know, I've, I've already beaten the game.
0: Oh, damn. Nice job.
1: And I really enjoyed it. And I only used a guy maybe once or twice just because I got into an area where... I could not figure out where to go, and I'll say that's probably like the only time a guide's probably more, um, you know, more acceptable in those situations where you just can't progress because you're either stuck or you're not sure what to do. But Death Loop's a great example. Like I didn't really use the guide, and I had more fun with the game. I think if I had used the guide, um, the the experience would have been ruined for me. And and the perfect example is, um. So when you're exploring one of the maps, there's a room that's locked. And you read a note, and it's tied to a mask maker. And the mask maker, um, he's part of like some ritual that takes place. um, So because that room's locked, or let me go back. He gets killed. But because he's killed, now that room's locked. So there's no way for you to go back into that room. Right. So... know in order to get into the room you have to figure out a way to keep them alive so you can get access to the room and I for the longest I couldn't figure it out and I didn't even use the guide but like the more I kept playing that level I actually ended up doing something that I didn't think was possible I thought it was all scripted but you can actually change the event of um the mass maker's fate so I was like oh snap you know I remember that one time where I cleared out the whole room and that guy wasn't being lowered into like the poisonous gas area mm-hmm. it's like oh shit i wonder if i can do that and i can get into the room later in the day and sure enough it worked i went back after i you know repeated that whole method of keeping him alive and it worked and i was like dude this is so fucking cool like if i use the guide like it would take out the experience that i'm now experiencing like i wouldn't have that effect if i use the guide and Loot's loaded with examples like that. Like, I thought I knew an area, but there's times where, like, I'm finding new areas to explore, new notes, um, information that can lead me to, like, better weapons, locked doors. And it's kind of like the Dark Souls effect. You know, you're just exploring these areas over and over, and then eventually you find something new that kind of opens the world even more. So, for me, I kind of just wish that, you know... I lived in a world where trophy guys didn't really exist and you had to figure everything out on your own.
0: Yeah. I think definitely a great example to bring up with it too, because it's another one of those games where there's so many like little secrets and things to figure out that, that like joy of discovery when you're, when you do it on your own is like amazing. You know, the, like the first two days of Elden Ring when I would ride off in some random direction and be like, holy shit, I found this castle. I have no idea what's in this thing and it's a mini boss that maybe gave me nothing, or maybe this boss actually gave me a trophy. Like, whoa, that's weird. Like, am I going on the critical path? Like all those things are like, once you have the guide, it's like, it's gone, you know? And, and it, I think it does come down to, like you said, the whole notion of like, it's a choice. Like you don't have to look at it, you know, but mm-hmm. I just can't help it if it exists, which is right. which is my yeah. fault.
1: Yeah. That's to real.
2: Yeah. That's why I choose a world with no trophy guides. Hmm. I- Not only that, but I think it, um, because like you could, you can enjoy that experience if you choose not to look at them. But I think it also ruins like the prestigious side of the trophies. Where like if there were, if there were, like you choose to do that and you get, uh, if you choose to not look at a trophy guide and you get the platinum, it feels really good. But it, the trophies, say the Platinum's at 20%, because everyone else used the guide. Yeah. It's an easy one to do while you follow the guide. Yep. Then it's, you know... I, th- I think having I think they would mean more without the guides.
0: I, I definitely I, agree.
2: I, I do say they're nice, but I've gotten tired of following them while I play. And it would just be nice to, like, you know, this hypothetical world without Trophy Guides would just, you know, it would be like a fresh... Like it would restart. It's not just like, oh, now we know they exist and like now they don't, now that all of a sudden they don't. But it like if it just, you know,
0: yeah, like start over and no (laughs) one would
2: even know what they are, basically. You know, it'd be all lunch table, lunch, lunch table talk, you know? Yeah. I guess that's what the internet basically is. It's just the lunch table talk, but with everybody in the entire world on the internet. It's kind of tough. We're in those times now where it's unavoidable with the internet and whatnot. But yeah, I think... I, w- I would go no guide just for the fact for the uh, you know the experience and the prestige.
0: The prestige is a huge point. I think if you don't look at a, gu- I mean, and the thing is, there's no way of like knowing that or showing that badge like now. You know, it's not like I can right. like look at all my uh, platinums on PSM profiles and it's like, hey, these ten were unassisted by guides, which would mm-hmm. be sweet if that was the case. You know. Yeah, no, t- I, I think that's a that's a really good point. I, d- I don't know, like, I've been trying to not look at them much as well. Like, the Elden Ring guide, like, I've looked at it just to be like, okay, what's missable, you know? But what I appreciate mm-hmm. about that guide in particular is it's like, go to this area, progress through it until this boss, and beat the boss. You know, that's like the step that it'll give you. But it doesn't tell you, like, there's like 30, th- 30 things to explore between you and the boss. So you can do it if you want to. You don't have to, like, whatever. And it doesn't spoil any of that for you, so it still leaves some of the mystery there, which I do appreciate. But, yeah, I've been drawn to games that don't require guides more and more. Like Tiny Tina's One-Shot, when I was playing that, like, you don't really need a guide. It's just do do all the quests and level up, right? So, didn't have my phone open. Uh, Far Cry 3, there's, like, a couple specific trophies, but, like, you just read the trophy description and you can get it, right? You don't need to, like, have a guide for it. Uh, right. Final Fantasy VII, your OG... I actually took the opposite step and printed out a like walkthrough basically. I have like a thirty five page paper document in front of me right now for that game so that I could like follow that if I wanted to, which it's not a trophy guide, it's just like a game walkthrough so I knew where to go and yeah. that way I wouldn't have to be looking at my phone and shit the whole time, but it's still looking at something, so I don't know.
2: Yeah, they did. You did have those books back in the day too, like guide guidebooks. Books. Yeah, and yeah. I love
0: guidebooks. I think they're those great.
2: Those are, yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. But that's still that's the same thing as trophy guide, kind of.
0: Kind of, yeah. It I is. I mean, they'll tell
2: you 100 percent of everything in the game. So if there's, it's basically a trophy guide.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. The um the. The actual paper copy of the guides, there is still like a little sense of mystery because like they would show you like a picture of the area and kind of like a description. But most times even that wasn't really clear enough for you to to really pinpoint where you need to go and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On Like a video where it's like, you know, detail yeah. after detail, like, oh, here's where you got to go. Do this, do that.
0: Yeah, right. I, th- I think what I don't mind in guides is collectible guides those mm-hmm. don't bother me at all yeah. but other sort of guides for trophies like i'm just you know i'm like come on I'm like do we need this you know i don't know i don't know i i'm guessing i'm gonna probably if you ask me in two days time i'd probably fluctuate but right now i feel kind of sour on guides and uh i'm a little bit like i guess i'm more just shocked at how fucking much time a lot of people have that, I guess that's really what it is, where I'm like, I just wish that there was a little bit more of a delay between, like, this game that you've been waiting for for, like, four years coming out and between a time between when it comes out and when you know everything about it. I wish it was longer than a week, but I guess in 2022, it's not, like, yeah. so, I don't know. Anywho, um, yeah, thank you for that question there, Slugger. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Okay, now I think the ordering convention is off on our Google Doc here because we are missing the fourth question, but we have a fifth and a sixth, so That <laughs> would make sense. So let's go to number five. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go to number five, which comes to us from Skrillis. Similar to questions we've been asked in the past, but he wants to know what's a game that you have on your list that you'll get a high percentage in but will never platinum. Maybe one game you don't own but want to play, but you'll know you'll never get the plat. Who wants to go first what? on this guy? Eli, you know what? Let's go to you. What do you have? All right.
2: I've got a couple answers here. A um, couple of them are for the race. And uh, one of them, I don't think, I don't know. This was actually one of the first tro- games I got trophies in, which is Titanfall 2. No way. No shot. Yeah, I was going for that bad boy. And uh, I will never, ever, ever, ever get that platinum. Because that um, there's that training course you got to get the top time on and do like sliding grenade jumps and stuff. to Like, nah not happening mm-hmm. it's uh it's pretty <laughs> infamous in the uh trophy hunting community i would say with that uh that trial run
0: i do have that by the way
2: yeah which yeah we were kind of playing it at different times but then you started up to get that last trophy right
0: yeah well i started it because i was like that's like the main barrier between me and the plat but i still need to beat it on master which is actually not like that shit's no joke <laughs> so yeah yeah. That,
2: well, that, see, that's the other thing is I will never get that training one, and also I will never beat it on the hardest difficulty because I struggled in the the boss you thought was easy. Of course, the dude on the um oh on the jet, the, the flying guy on the yeah when yeah. you're on like the plane or whatever. Yep, it took me out in like normal or hard or whatever I played it on. Yeah, man, n- not happening.
0: Yeah, my, not sc- happening. I'm not that good at first person shooters anymore to where I can do that on master. I don't think. No, but maybe. Yeah.
2: But then the uh, the other two that I know I'll never get that I do have high percentages in are uh, from the uh, the race we did where we were gung ho about getting them done, and then uh, then the next month came and it was time to move on. So I got Horizon Chase Turbo. It's mm-hmm. Not happening. Mm-hmm. Never gonna go relearn all those maps. And there's all that DLC now too, right? So
0: yeah, there's DLC now, and those maps are yeah, it's just memorization.
2: <laughs> I know, I know it's your favorite game, but i just time. think it's a ten. think it's a great
0: racing game dude it's a great arcade <laughs> racing game you know yeah, it's pretty it's it's cool it's cool it's we're gonna right. talk a little bit about grand turismo 7 later on i mean it's a big contrast between that i would much rather mm-hmm. play horizon chase turbo than grand turismo 7 so mm. but hey it's, that's me
2: that's me yeah and then the last one i got here is for honor that we uh oh that we got that god i i cannot I cannot believe Daryl beat that on the hardest difficulty. I am just absolutely shocked.
0: Yeah, that game is fucking rough, dude. Yeah.
2: I went through, got the collectibles, beat the story. We did most of the multiplayer stuff. There's a couple of things that, you know, I couldn't get now with like the 5 wins in a row and the skirmish or whatever. Yeah. That's that
0: ship has sailed. Mhm. <laughs> that's a good one. For honor, I'm never going to I'm never going to get it for honor. Horizon Chase Turbo I have because I'm a chad and then Titanfall 2 uh maybe <laughs> <He's a Chad. laughs> me may, yeah, maybe at some point I'll get Titanfall 2 but I it's not on my list anytime soon. So, you're not getting that. No, I'm probably not. Daryl, what about you? <laughs>
1: uh so the answer to Skrillis' first question is Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it. Mm-hmm. Rocket League. That 88% are not Dude, get the that's I'm like the see,
2: easiest fucking platinum you can get dude. it what is pretty easy yeah
1: what are you missing on that do you know
2: uh,
0: 150 items,
1: items. oh and... that is annoying. Well, the
0: 150 items
1: is annoying but it's not bruh. hard bruh. i'm trying to do all the dlc stuff first you know? not... and <laughs> are you kidding me dude bruh. on my notes What's that's on like, the, notes is, is that's fast like the easiest
2: platinum you can get. It's like easier than Horizon Chase Turbo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's super low on the priority list for me. I, I might get it at some point, but that, that really—that's the one game where the percentage is really high and no plat.
0: I mean, even dude, <laughs> I even have the Rocket League platinum. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: This fucking scrub over here. Yeah, I, I even got it. <laughs> the,
0: the silver warrior over here has it, okay? <laughs> it's
1: okay, Eli. I still like your riddles though. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh but for uh Shills, the second question. I went with Hunt Showdown. Um, I think that's a pretty cool game. I I wanted to play it, but you know, it has like poor FPS. And it's like a battle royale where you hunt mon- monsters and try to extract. Kind of reminds me of all the other games out there that are similar in that type of field. Whoa, I've always whoa, 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 wanted to play question. it. Um, but yeah, 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 Hunt Showdown. PSN profiles as of that six out of ten and 150 hours. And it's probably a game I won't be platinuming just because there's too much time to invest. I'm really not off to a good start playing multiplayer games anyways. I've just been so, so stuck on my single-player games.
0: Well, there's so many fucking good single-player games out right now. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This year is going to be awesome for that, too, because they're just going to keep coming out all year, basically. Like, all the way up until November when you'll get God of War. It's like, dang, dude. That's a, that's a good choice, though. Hunt Showdown. I have a, a couple friends who have played that. They said it's good. Let's see, let's see. Eli, you already went, so what I, What did I have for this? I had kind of a, a strange answer here, okay? Mm. Uh, I have PS now, as of a few months ago, as you guys know. And there's a game on there that I really want to play that I've never played, that is a very long game, that also has no platinum. And that is Elder Warframe. Scrolls Oblivion. Now, mm. Elder Scrolls Oblivion has no trophies at all. So, in fact, it's kind of a... Pr- I mean, it's a pretty cool way to experience that game and just not have to worry about it. I can still play yeah. it on my PlayStation and do it through PS Now, but just literally not care and just play it for fun, like Skyrim back in the day, you know? Yeah, so, and you'll
2: never get the Platinum.
0: That's a game that I don't own, but I want to play, and I know I'll never get the Plat, because there is no Plat, <laughs> and I don't own it. It's on <laughs> PS Now. So, yeah, that answers that part of the question. I'm I'm actually, like, pretty curious about it. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'll have to... I don't know when that'll happen, but it would be kind of fun to just be like, I'm going to play this game for like a couple of weeks and just see how, I f- how far I get and how much I like it. Because a lot of people really love oblivion and I missed it for some reason on three. I don't know how, like I played Morrowind on the original mm. Xbox and then I got the three sixty, but somehow never got oblivion and played it. Like, I don't you know what the fuck I halo. was thinking. Yeah. I got wrapped up in halo and then I, but then I missed oblivion, but then bought Skyrim and got like really mm-hmm. into Skyrim. So who the fuck knows? Um, Anyway, that's uh, that's my answer. Elder Scrolls: Oblivion. Very nice. Um, very nice. Thank you for that, Skrillis. Appreciate it, sir. And the very last question of the show comes to us from B Down, and he wants oh. to know what's everyone's favorite Girl Scout cookie. You know, what do you guys? Thin mint
2: gang. Thin mint gang.
0: Thin mint gang. <laughs> Thin, oh. <laughs> Thin mints are pretty good. They were going to be my number one, but then I discovered yeah. a new cookie literally last night. So. did you buy it did you eat them yeah stephanie had some no shot no shot bro and she's like hey do you want to try one and i was like yeah let me see these are good and i was like oh my god wow we have did a have, question about you, this on the show
2: did you have it with milk, milk? <laughs>
0: uh no i did not i just have oh. i just had it with uh just plain but the lemonades <laughs> man or lemonades i don't know how you pronounce it <laughs> dude the limonadas are, uh, they're incredible. <laughs> they're super good. I like that the shortbread is like kind of savory on them, you know? And then you get the little bit of the icing on the bottom, which I thought was delicious. I don't know. I thought that cookie was lit, fam. I thought it was really good. <laughs> milk, milk, milk lemonade. It's, <laughs> it's lit, the lemonades, dude. <laughs>
1: Holy <laughs> shit, that was good, dude.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. So uh, yeah, that's my answer. Would you have Darryl?
1: Uh I also had thin mints as well, and uh, Samoa's. <laughs> Samoa's mm-hmm. are pretty good. Cause uh, what else would the tall Samoan guy eat?
0: Yeah, that's mm. cultural appropriation. All right, you can't eat. Those. I'm pretty <laughs> sure.
2: I'm pretty sure they changed the name. Is that these uh, the caramel delights?
0: Yeah,
1: dude. The they, Leeds? Yeah, they did change the G They changed the name. I think so. Two different companies that make cookies.
2: F- I, f- I f- looked up the Girl Scouts cookies because I wanted to make sure I had all the cookies covered, and uh, this one's this covered. one's calling it out as Carmel D elite.
0: All my cookies covered. All my all my cookies covered. <laughs> uh, sorry, go ahead. I, I- <laughs> went. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh, <my God. laughs> it's a All We're right. falling apart here. <laughs> <laughs> i think it says fragile <laughs> it's italian honey oh great oh, God. Yeah, oh. What's this other
2: toast jays toast i don't think i've ever had that before
0: yeah what is that i've never had that either there's a lot of the cookies from from the girl scouts that i haven't had I'll Tell you that yeah um i almost yeah, just always thin went mint. thin mint until i had the lemonades yesterday yeah so i just it
2: just it just i just buy those and then it's kind of like i feel bad for the other cookies because i'd like to try them
0: sure uh yeah. but you think they talk to each other it's like veggie tales in there they're like no one ever yeah. picks us we're just gonna stick <laughs> here and <laughs> get stale me, <laughs> dude yeah maybe oh man all right well very good <laughs> Thank you, uh, thank you, B Down, for that question. That's interesting. We had a couple, couple yeah. more life ones here with the woodchuck and the cookie. Let's so, you go.
2: really after just thinking, after having yeah. the lemonades once, it's fucking overtaking the thin mints like that.
0: Uh, overtaking it, man. Overtaking it. Thin mint that, is great, but it's like I'm, it's a known quantity. You know, I've discovered like a new Garden of Eden right now. Mm, I'm just, see, like, it's more
2: about the new.
0: Yeah, there's some recency bias. There's some recency yeah. bias. Listen, Elden Ring's best game ever made, okay? There's Yeah. No... <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Speaking of recency bias. Yeah. <laughs> so 10 out of 10 Lemonades. 10 out of 10, 97 Lemonades. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. You didn't read the guide
2: on the uh, Lemonades before you
0: tried it? No. Well, no, honestly, I'm going in blind. It was all new. I'm going in so blind. that's why.
2: Yeah. So you had you had read the guide on thin mints that's the problem
0: exactly i i I elected to read the guide on the thin mint you know sons of bitches (laughs) all right well thank you very much for those questions patreon supporters we really appreciate it remember go and check that out if you're interested in becoming like these fine folks and being able to submit questions to the show and uh have us mispronounce lemonades all right let's get into uh (laughs) let's get into some some trophy list discussions For the week of, the week of, for the month of March, we're doing something a little different here and we're not sticking exclusively to the free PS Plus games with March because there's just a lot of really good games coming out right now and really big games that we feel like are important lists to discuss and uh, thus we're switching it up a little bit. So we've got some great bangers for you here Um, of you two fine gentlemen, which one you would like to go first in your trophy list discussion. I'll get at it. Let's get at it, Eli. All take right. us in. What are we looking at here?
2: Uh, I covered uh Babylon's Fall. Okay. Which uh, quite the experience. Uh, it was it was developed by Square Enix and Platinum Games, so it says. Uh, the publisher was also Square Enix. Okay. Um, it released about a week ago on the third, and the trophy guide is actually. Fairly simple. I always get these like dinkers, you know.
0: <laughs> like and we, all, by the way, a little, like, we all selected the game we were going to look at. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, I, it's just like it's I'm, another like yeah. just literally play through the game, and the, you'll get it. It's a three and a half out of ten. It's twenty five to thirty five hours, uh depending on if it's solo or co op. But either way, it, that's not, that's not too long. That's yeah, right that, up your alley, Colin.
0: Yeah, that is actually.
2: Yeah, and there's no difficulty. Um, it's like the guy, the guide just like explains to you how to play it. It's like uh, play the game, like this is how you get to your quest. You, hmm. That's all you're really doing. I will say I tried the demo for this and it was super ugly. I was just like blown away when it started. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Is it, this PS2? PS3?" I'm looking what at am the, I playing here?
0: the review right now. I just have the volume off, but I'm just looking at some of the visuals. It looks so bad. Yeah,
2: it blew my mind. I was like, "What the fuck?" So I think part of it comes to like its style. It's supposed to kind of look like this painted art style, which also threw me off. Um, there's like some cutscenes, right? And that's where it looks very PS3-ishy. Is that PS3-ishy?
0: Yeah, PS3-ishy.
2: L- Lemonades. Lemonade. <laughs> uh, but it was kind of all over the place. There was cutscenes. First of all, there's cutscenes after every one of these like short missions you go on to. Uh... So it's a hack and slasher kind of like um what was that? godfall was supposed to be where it's just like a linear um not supp- i guess godfall wasn't supposed to be something but it's like a dungeon not a dungeon crawler it's a slasher looter yeah. basically yeah okay um, but like... this one is very linear like you go into this level and you run up a pathway taking out enemies collecting little coins and then beating the last guy in the area but so after every single one of those missions there's like a cutscene, and i completely could give a shit about each one like yeah. i just skipped them all it was really at first i didn't know how to skip and then i finally found it out how but yeah it was it's annoying every time you do one of, i want to go in and whack shit and get out you know
0: Sure, but, I get you. There's
2: all these cutscenes. And then they just threw a loop and had these like two D storyboard and it looked like that um that very like water brush paint style. So I don't know if that's what they were going for with the three D graphics. Uh like they purposely made it look like shit, but I don't know, man. It was that was just a deterrent right away. I mean it's Is certainly a nice game,
0: excuse dude? for them to say, like, oh, that's why it looks bad, because we just chose the art style that, like, looks weird. But, dude, this game looks awful. What the hell happened to this game? The trailer doesn't yeah. even match, like, at all, like, what the game, final game ended yeah. up being. I don't understand so, how that's possible.
2: Some of, like, the bosses did look pretty good.
0: Yeah. but Yeah, a couple the... of the enemy designs d- are not horrible, I will say. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I just finished some big boss guy, and he looked great. But I look like shit. Yeah. I don't like that. Um just- dude, and some of the armor that's I was complaining about last night, I was playing some of this last night. And it was like the most they, the armor just looks so ugly. They had these like it was like thigh-high socks with like elf toes on the tip of your shoe and it just looked like the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I was like it didn't even make me want to go hunt for more. I was like I'm done. I don't want to wear any of this.
0: Yeah, you're like this gear is ass, and why would I? Yeah. Hmm. Like, cool, it's
2: got good stats, but I look like a fool.
0: Now it looks like there's some platforming involved in this game as well. Like it's like a mix of hacks and hack and slash and platforming. Is that correct?
2: That's, that's really just for like getting to the uh, to the main fighting area. Okay, it's really nothing crazy. It's kind of cool. I I really you know I feel kind of bad for Platinum Games because they've had such a you know. They're pretty renowned for their games, I would say. Um, well,
0: some of their games. I feel like they're so hit or miss, dude. Like, sometimes they have a game that comes out, and it's like, yeah, this is amazing. And then sometimes they have, like, remember they released that Teenage, uh, the TMNT game as well. They also released a, like, fucking Transformers licensed, action, like, hack and slash game. And both of those were, like. When was that? Like, middling reviews. Um, I'll look it up. Keep going, though. Keep going
2: but the uh well because i was a big fan of um
0: uh transformers devastation came out in 2015
2: near automata and like metal gear rising revengeance they're they're known for their combat basically
0: yes totally totally
2: uh yeah metal gear that really changed up the series i think that's why it got so you know that's not really what metal gear was and then um the, uh, and Bayonetta, that's pretty well known for, you know, it's exactly. pretty fast-paced combat. Exactly. Wonderful 101. I thought Astral Chain was, I thought that did decently well, right?
0: Yeah. Like, again, like, some of them are, like, yeah. and I'm, I'm looking at these games now, they're not, like, they're not bad, the The Ninja Turtles and the, the, um, Transformers game, but they're not, I mean, they're okay. Like, the combat is good, but that's about it, you know? Anyway. Right. Yeah.
2: But so, yeah, I'm a little disappointed because I had high hopes. I'm a big, you know, I like my combat. And uh, so I was kind of excited for this. And I'm a little the games for service. That's me. I'm that guy. Right. So I was like, this will be, you know, this will be pretty cool. And uh, it's not. I f- sucks. But I think the concept, the combat concept is very cool where you have these like. uh. <sighs> You, know, you get this thing in your back, and it lets you hold these weapons through these, like, arms, these, like, tentacles, if you will. And uh, those are on the two triggers, and then square and triangle are your light and heavy based on the weapons you have. So you can slot four weapons, which is pretty cool. And uh, I like the concept, but it just it didn't feel good. The enemies felt, like, super squishy. And you're just, like, constantly attacking them, which I could probably go back and repeat old missions to get, like, better gear, but uh, not really that fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Just it just it seems like it's there. It just didn't all come together. I don't know if that's their plan for this live service thing. They're going to make it better or not. But, uh, you know, at least for the trophies, you don't really have to do much. You can't really miss anything. You have to play with a friend online and give them a like, or anybody. give them a like. Okay. Which is very simple. I've done that to all the people I've played with just cause. Yep. Uh, one guy hella carried me. Uh so um and it's it's short enough to where like you could get through this and platinum it in your, you know, 20 hours if you know you got if you got 80 hours to play Ellen Ring. You got you got a quick platinum here.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, any game is going to feel short to me after I finish Elden Ring. (laughs) Yeah, except for for another Dark Souls game. But even the the trophy art in this is pretty uninspired
2: as well. Um, Like the first couple ones are like beating the missions are just like you can't even tell what it is It's just like a smudge looks like a smudge mark for completing the quests, which is just, you know, the main the main quest line. Yeah, yeah. Kill an enemy with a sword, a hammer, a bow, a rod, any, any of the classes can wield those weapons. So, you know, there's no fear in that. Um, landing a critical hit, explain enemy weakness, some of those miscellaneous stuff, and enhancing gear, um, enhancing and crafting gear, and obtaining legendary stuff is basically all this really entails.
0: Man, I can't believe this. So it ended up getting a four out of 10 on the review that I watched yeah yeah but from a trophy perspective like you're saying like i don't know i feel like this might be one of those that silently kind of chips away and you get enough people who like go for the platinum in it because it's not too bad you know and maybe like if you just approach it with only that in mind like i'm just here to get a trope like a platinum in a hack and slash game maybe it's not too bad yeah yeah
2: but yeah it's not something i think you're gonna want to You know, being a live service, they want you to invest your time and whatnot, but I would get the Platinum to get out.
0: Is it a full service game? Or like a a live Live service service? game? Yeah. Yeah. It is. You you do
2: have to play online this. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Okay. So
0: So you want to get it early then too, because, I mean, if it It is really not great, it might drop off pretty fast in terms of player count. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's interesting. Um, Last question. Do you know if it's full price? Like what the price is for it?
2: 60 bucks, I'm pretty sure.
0: Jesus yeah
2: yeah so that's the other thing this bruh, 20 bucks tops
0: yeah bruh like not <laughs> like me this has got playstation plus offering all over it
2: yeah like all i mean i would it. trade it for a box of lemonades but that's about it
0: yeah 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 for sure right. for sure i mean especially when you like not look even at, look bits. at like something like shadow warrior 3 that you can play for free on playstation now right now whoa, whoa, or, or like whoa, came whoa. out to it right away like come on not now. free it's not but... free that you get with your PlayStation Now subscription, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah.
2: And all the other, you know, free mm-hmm. games that are out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Damn. Interesting. Well, um, I guess I'm pro- I mean, that's going to be a no for me unless it's on like crazy sale at one point. You know, like if it's like for 10 bucks or something and I'm in the mood for it, yeah. like maybe I'll check it out. But that's a, that's a no.
2: I honestly wouldn't.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> good to know it's interesting we've been getting a lot of demos recently because we were talking last night in the uh the party chat we have about how there is the stranger of final fantasy uh or stranger paradise final fantasy origin like has a demo out and uh maximum carnage was saying he actually really likes that demo i've heard mixed things about it from others so yeah i i don't know demo is hit or miss right like it doesn't always help your game i think uh to put mm-hmm. it out. Like he, you know, you might have people who are really excited for Babylon's Fall. They play the demo and go, Holy crap, this is awful. Uh yeah, I'm
2: not gonna get it now. I thought it would look kinda cool.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. So we'll
2: say the the platinum's at almost thirteen percent on PSM
0: profiles. Already
2: almost two percent on uh this the um yeah on PlayStation. So
0: already too that's, that's crazy. How,
2: yeah, the long super grindy one for a million conches, which I believe is just the in game currency. Yeah. Is at uh fifteen percent.
0: Damn. Wow.
2: That's really the and and enhancing gear to the highest level is like um two, three percent. That's it's just the grind,
0: I guess. I guess so. But it's well, twenty
2: hour twenty to thirty hours, so it's not like
0: Yeah, that's I feel like that's a game you could beat in like or platinum in like two weeks, you know? yeah month, yeah yeah. i guess it depends how much you're playing i'm thinking if like you play like an hour and a half a day or something and maybe a little more on the weekends like you can do that in a couple weeks you know mm-hmm. so anywho um thank you for looking into that that's a no for me <laughs> but i uh i'm curious to just see what happens to this game i feel like it i feel bad for it like it's just gonna come out and be dead you know yeah but sucks.
2: i wanted it i had high hopes i wanted it to be cool I yeah. want a good hack and slasher like that. Yeah. And Platinum Games was the one to deliver and I feel let down.
0: And and I will say too, I, and we'll we'll see this continue, I think, as like the next month or two goes on, but I think you're gonna get a lot of like reviews that are lower than maybe what games would normally be just because they're after Elden Ring.
2: Yeah, which is fucked.
0: Yeah. No, I, I'm saying it I don't agree with it, but I think that that is unconscious like even if you're not aware of your bias, like subconsciously, like I think that's gonna happen. Um, and some of these games are not going to do as well review-wise as they maybe should. So, uh, yeah, anywho, thank you for that. And, uh, Daryl, what did you have for us this week?
1: Uh, so I'll be taking a look at WWE 2K22. Okay. Uh, so, um, you know, as typical with most sports games, there's a cover athlete, and we get Rey Mysterio on it this time around. Who's that? Uh he's the little little wrestler, the luchador. Used, mm. yeah, no idea. Yeah, he used we'll to be with up. WCW and then he came over to WWF. Yeah, he's been in the he's been in the game for quite a while, so I figured they were going to make him their their special guest on their cover art. Nice. Uh WWE 2K22, developed by Visual Concepts. They developed many of the NBA 2K and WWE games. So they've been they, they've been knowing what they've been doing for a while. Published by 2K Games and you can purchase this game as of now. Game came out on March 11, 2022. Last night, dude. Yup. And as of right now, there's four editions you can pick up all at different prices. You got the cross-gen digital bundle, the deluxe version, NWO for life and the standard edition
2: nwo for life what
1: is that uh the new world order so like Uh, that was like hulk hogan the kevin nash razor ramon huh yeah pretty pretty badass group back in the day are you a wrestling guy i was growing up i was real big into wrestling growing up gotcha so that one guy ruined it for me wrestling's fake (laughs) <laughs> like, no, it's not. It just became more clear to me as I watched. Yeah. I was like, dude, that guy was right. The asshole. Nah. So that's a bummer. Uh, yeah, it's like it a trophy is. god
2: completely blew it for you, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like that one guy just spoiling everything. Like, dude, why do you have to do that? You yeah. could, could be unhappy with your life, but don't don't do that <laughs> to me. Don't do that to me. I'm I'm, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Two K twenty two. Sequel to 2K20, yeah, it's weird. You know, when I saw that first, I was like, wait, sequel to 2K20, but not 2K21. Hmm. Uh, The studio actually, uh, they canceled production on 2K21 because of how bad 2K20 performed. 2K20 was not well-received by fans of the game. So the studio actually, you know, they went back to the drawing board to see what they can do to improve the game. Mm-hmm. So instead of coming out with another bogus game to decide to, you know, scrap the project and come back better, which is 2K22. So this is kind of like a redemption project for them. Nice. And I kind of like when studios do that. You know, they they take the, the fans, you know, concerns and reviews really seriously. And rather than push out a shitty game, you know, they want to give the fans what they want. So, mm-hmm. you know, they get my respect.
2: As long as they do that actually i feel like some people just use it as an excuse but like oh we gotta we gotta delay the game or you know but
1: anyways yeah definitely but i i, I hear um that this game's not doing so so bad you know i think fans are actually enjoying it this time around I, they definitely see the improvements in this game so i mean we'll see the game's only been out for a few days but it's, it's off to a good start and, yeah, you do. you know, just reviewing this, this game actually brought back some nostalgia for me. I, I was trying to figure out the last wrestling game I played, and it was WWF SmackDown, Just Bring It. Mm. And I think I bought that game just because it looked pretty cool. It had, like, The Rock on it. You know, he it had his hand up. He's like, you know, Just Bring It. And the Rock was, like, my favorite wrestler growing up back in the day. And, you know, if you're a big wrestling fan, you'll be happy to know that there's at least 100 active and inactive res- wrestlers you can choose from in the current men's and women's division. So, you get a lot of, you know, current wrestlers and you also get legends like The Rock, The Undertaker, Triple H, things like that. It was real cool. Uh the game itself has one platinum, two golds, six silvers and 46 bronzes.
2: That's right up uh that's
0: right up Collins Alley right there. That's right, baby. A
1: hefty number <laughs> like of bronzes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, what
0: is up with that, dude? And the resurgence of the bronze is all around us.
1: I know. Mm-hmm. It's it's annoying. Yep. Uh, first thing I'll jump into is the trophy artwork, which is atrocious in my opinion, but what can you expect from a sports game? <laughs> uh, not a lot of whole uh, effort goes into making those for a sports game, I think. <laughs> I think we reviewed quite a bit of sports games and none of their artwork was appealing at all to us. Hmm. Um, Yeah, you know, the trophy artwork, you know, you'll see a lot of wrestlers, wrestling promotions, like, you know, the actual Raw's War, SmackDown, the different wrestling brands, championship belts. Those all make up the trophy icons, which I think is poor effort because you, you can just slap on a person's face and say, oh, hey, here's your trophy artwork. Yeah, that's too easy. That's too easy. But... I do like that some of the trophies with the wrestler pitchers have trophy tiles that are relevant to the wrestler. So, Randy Orton is well known for doing RKOs. And he, you know, like the saying goes, whenever he performs in the, the actual finisher, it's RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> and, and the Undertaker fight forever. I think that's like more of a nod to him being in the game for so long. Or it could be that, you know, just doesn't die because of his persona you know people think they have the Undertaker defeated but dude just rises up from the dead (laughs) and yeah you know it was real fun it brought back days when I was really hardcore into wrestling Colin I don't know if you knew that but I was real big into wrestling back in the day
0: no I didn't know that Um, but I mean a lot of people were I, I wasn't for some reason it just like I must have missed it but yeah that's cool
1: yeah it was real big for me um yeah, I haven't played a game in years, uh, a wrestling game in years, but um, I'm, I'm kind of curious because, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen wrestling before, and is there, like, any particular move that you probably would not survive had it been performed on you?
0: Dude, l- literally all of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's there's always the guy who's, like, jumping off of the ropes onto you with, like, his elbow, you know? um. And, like, obviously, like, it's not – they don't really hit you with that because you would be super fucked up. But if that move was, like, legit and it was, like, jumping off of the top of the ropes to elbow you on the ground, like, that shit would – that would kill me. 100%. (laughs) 100%.
1: You just get flattened out by Randy Savage flying elbow. (laughs) Yeah,
0: dude. I feel like – I mean, it's kind of like when you talk about, like, football, right? Like, I feel like if a football player tackled me, I would die. Like they, 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 there's like there's no like there no ifs ands or buts about it.
1: What about you, Eli?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Any pretty much any of them feel the same way. Yeah, you just yeah. get messed up.
0: Yeah, dude,
1: I feel like I can probably tolerate really of most bed. of the moves. I think I could take a choke slam, maybe a power bomb.
0: I bet you could take a choke.
1: You know. But I would say the one move that I probably would not survive is the clothesline from hell. And the this wrestler, he, he went by different personas, but his most recent one was JBL. Dude would just fly off the, the, the freaking... Shit, what is that? The freaking um, the, the stretchy... Yeah, the ropes. There you go. I don't even know why I couldn't think of the word. You just come off the ropes... And just wind up his arm and just clothesline the hell out of guys. And I, dude, the move could literally take a dude's head off. And if you like, look on YouTube. Like some of those moves when they connect, I was like, dude, how does the guy get up from that? I, w- I would not survive that kind of move. It would totally kill me <laughs> and send me to the afterlife. Um, but yeah, trophy trophy artwork is probably poo poo. Uh, trophy hunt. Uh, If you're familiar with the 2K series, I played a lot of NBA 2K back in the day as well. And a lot of the different modes are very similar to the modes I've seen in 2K, uh, the NBA 2K games. So Trophy Hunt is like split between five different playable modes. Showcase, you're reliving memorable matches of Rey Mysterio's career. Same as NBA 2K11, you play a lot of memorable games in Michael Jordan's career. Universe, this one's sort of like GM mode. I can't remember what the caveat was that differentiated from that mode. Uh, My faction is like my team. You're trying to build up a team of like the best superstars to take on like other teams. I don't remember exactly what that was, but similar to my team in NBA 2K. My rise, obviously you create a superstar and take it into career mode. Start from the bottom end up at the top of the game In my GM uh, trash mode in my opinion um, yeah okay uh, I've never liked those type of modes like GM like dude I gotta manage a company <laughs> like yeah. no man yeah
0: You're like, that's not. I'm what playing a video
1: game especially
0: yeah. a WWE game
1: yeah by the way Maximum
0: so, Carnage did get this game so
1: I did see that he actually platinumed it
0: already yeah what, what the fuck? Didn't let it come me, out last
1: night? Let me. <laughs> Dude's in the future. It oh was yeah. Was in the trophy room.
0: Or was that twenty one, and he was just getting ready for twenty two? There is
1: no 21.
0: twenty one. Twenty. Well, didn't we get WWE 2K20 for free? I thought we did. Nah,
2: that was like some
1: battlegrounds comic. Oh stuff. yeah, it was that cartoony version. Okay. It, well, actually, he didn't platinum it, but he did show like a list of trophies he he unlocked.
0: God damn, okay. dude! Fucking calm yeah. down, bro
1: he is enjoying it yeah that's good yeah so uh yeah so that's where you'll be spending most of your time it's between those different modes the showcase six trophies there same with universe six trophies my faction 12 trophies my rise 11 my gm 7 bummer should be 0 Cause that mode sucks. <laughs> uh And miscellaneous, there's 12 other trophies, like performing different moves. um Royal Rumble being like the first or second entrant and then, you know, winning the entire match, which I, I actually liked playing the most back in the days. You know, being the first guy, you know, being the very first guy, your chances of, you know, seeing the finale of the match was probably rare. So that was really cool. But, yeah, you know, Trophy Hunters will have to play everything that the game offers, which is pretty cool. Because, you know, there's times where games just bombard you with different modes and stuff. And it can be too much sometimes, and those modes just end up not being played at all. So, yeah, you know, after, like, reviewing the list and kind of checking it out, you know, this game doesn't seem that bad, I... Don't normally play WWE games, but after reviewing this, you know, I wouldn't mind playing it.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I feel like this would be a game you would like. Yeah. Like, just as, like, a for-fun kind of, like, just fucking around game to have on the side. You know what I mean?
2: Mm -hmm. Not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Kind of like Babylon's Fall. (laughs) No.
0: No. Not like...
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was just fun. It was bringing back a lot of memories I had, like, dudes being going into fire pits or falling off like the top of the cage. Dude, yeah, I miss those days. Oh, man. Oh, God! He fell off the cage! Oh, <laughs> dude! <laughs> dude, we're, uh I watched
0: uh, UFC for the first time in a long time last weekend in LA, and that was uh, pretty interesting. I know it's not wrestling, but like that's... like I don't watch any of that shit ever. So That was weird. Interesting time. People with that cauliflower... Is
2: wild, dude.
0: Yeah, man. That cauliflower ear is no joke. It's disgusting.
1: Yeah. You ever see that? You just turn away from the guy. Don't, don't mess with that guy.
0: Yeah, dude. You don't <laughs> fuck with anyone with that.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. the, uh, I'm probably I got a wrestling check fun fact.
0: Go ahead.
2: You know uh, Tom McDonald is? mm You got to do by now. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my he's a huge rapper, rapper? Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's getting okay. way, way big. He's on, like, news channels and whatnot. Oh, wow. But he was uh, actually a pro wrestler in Canada. What?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. No way. That's funny. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 In, well, it's probably a very polite okay. form of wrestling in Canada. Oh, excuse me, do you mind if I take oh, you yeah. down? <laughs> just, just suck my syrup. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Uh, yeah. Well that was that's uh interesting, interesting game though. I mm. again I don't think I'm gonna check it out, but I'm glad that it exists. There is uh like you said, no 2K twenty-one for this game, so they're back. I hope it does well. If you like this game, if you like the series, support it, you know, and, and, uh, and check it out. All right. Um, For the last game of, of the episode that we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about Gran Turismo 7, which uh, is published by Polyphony Digital. It's a first party Sony game. So that's a Sony owned studio, which is of course, uh, it's a racing game, but it's more, I think, aptly described as like a racing simulator game. It's not really a arcade style racer. So, you know, take into account the traction of the track you're driving on, what are the weather conditions, what kind of tires do you have on your car, blah 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 blah. Not the type of racing game for me, but these things are huge and uh it's this has been a long awaited game and it, it is reviewing extremely well. It is selling extremely well. It released on March 4th of this year 2022, so it came out only about a week and some change ago. And uh as of right now there are zero platinum achievers, which is surprising because again people have way too much fucking free time. Uh, Average completion right now is at 23%, and the distribution is two golds, four silvers, and 47 bronzes. Like, why? Why? (laughs) Like, what are you fucking doing? (sighs) I just, I'm going to keep beating this drum until people understand. More trophies is not better. You know, more trophies is annoying, okay? (laughs) Anywho, um, let's talk about the artwork first and foremost, because I think that that is going to be something that a lot of people will notice, and uh, it's trash, okay? Okay. So for a first party game, this is unacceptable. It is literally the exact same car and image for every single trophy. The only difference is that the car is bronze if it's a bronze trophy, it's silver if it's silver, gold if gold, and of course the platinum one has a shiny platinum veneer to it. But it's a basically like formless fucking car. You can't even it's not even a car in particular, it just has like the outline and shape of a car i don't know what the hell it is it's horrible like who thought that this was oh my gosh anyway it's really it's really bad it's really bad now if it was just the photo for like one of the trophies like okay cool you know like that's a kind of interesting looking thing but it's uh it's not so prototype yeah like wait anyway i digress um the artwork is bad the distribution is bad the trophy list in itself in terms of like what it's asking you to do doesn't seem too horrible um obviously there's a career mode there's a whole like litany of stuff to collect in the game including cars licenses which i understand are sort of like your uh like challenges that you have to complete in the game um you can collect a whole bunch of different like parts for your car uh unlock different like race types on different tracks. There's some that require gas, some that don't for your car. Like it's all kind of basically like anything you could think of in terms of racing. There's the F1 style. Uh, There's like using traditional cars. I know you can race in like a Prius. So it's like you can drive whatever you want, right? If you're someone who's a car guy, you're into collecting cars, you understand the nuance of cars. This is going to be really cool for you in that sense. I think a lot of effort went into making this as realistic as possible and as tailored to the car enthusiast as possible now that being said there are a couple trophies that are look or that do seem to be giving people a lot of trouble and namely they're the grindy ones um looking at previous gran turismo games there's always a couple of these trophies that are like really really asking you to to play a lot and those are the barrier to entry so for example in this game there is one called going the distance together semicolon the autobahn which is driving with other players online. You match the distance covered by the entire by the entire German autobahn network, which means you drove 8,197 miles together with other players online. Um, yeah, that's a lot. I think Slugger uh had said that he was playing this game and had played for three to four hours and was maybe at like 13 to 14 miles. So yeah, think about that for a second. It's gonna take a long time. And there's also a uh, two precursors of, or sorry, one, two, three, there's four precursors to that where you can earn other going the distance trophies. So there's driving with other players online, you drove the uh, the entire distance of the first ever nonstop transatlantic flight, which is 3,610 miles. So that's a bronze. Um Drive the length of Route 66, not online mode, is a bronze. Drive the length of one complete 24-hour Le Mans race, not online, is a bronze. Uh, drive the length of Angel's Crest Highway is a bronze. So there's a lot of like these like hit certain milestones, right? Um, there's also like three different trophies, it looks like, for reaching different top speeds with your car, which is dependent on how you tune it and how you set it up. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. There's Speed Arch Demon, Speed Demon, and Join the 200-mile-per-hour Club. Those are all roughly grouped together. Um, no car, no life is a, is a trophy to store 100 different cars in your garage. So with in-game currency, you will, of course, purchase different cars and different parts for those cars and store them in your collection. Uh, once you get 100 of them, uh, yeah, that's one of the trophies. There's another one for getting 50. So you can see kind of like there's different types of trophies and there's just different levels of that same descriptor applied across the board. And uh, right now, it looks like the rarest trophy is called Three Legendary Cars, which is to acquire three legendary race cars that were once destined to win 24-hour races. I don't quite understand what that means, but it's sitting at a 0.1% on the app and 0% on PSN profiles, which is a weird sort of inversion where someone who doesn't use PSN profiles and doesn't care about that, uh, some people have gotten that trophy, but not the people who are on PSN profiles. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't, you know, I I don't know about this game. Like I'm glad that like it exists for the car enthusiast and it does have split screen as well, which I wanted to call out. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, Not a lot of games do that nowadays. It obviously works with any like racing wheel peripherals that you might have and stuff like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that, so that's pretty interesting, but you know, this is a very long game. It's a very grindy game. I don't think it's one that is designed to be played like marathon style right when it comes out. You know, I bet you if anyone gets this platinum within the first month, Polyphony is going to be like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? You know, like this is definitely (laughs) designed to be played across like a year and you come to it and you play a couple races at a time when you want your fix. You buy a new car, maybe add it to your collection, put it down and pick it up a couple days later.
2: Unless you're a true racer. Unless you're a true
0: racer. Right.
2: I don't know if that's the intended way of play.
0: I would assume that they don't want someone to finish their game in a month that they took six hours to make, or six years to make. Sorry, that's my that's <laughs> yeah six hours, six years. You know that's my uh, that's my intuition. Same thing with Elden Ring. I'm pretty sure Miyazaki's not like I can't wait till someone beats this in in the first week because I spent four years creating this. You know that that person is that person's definitely playing the game how it's supposed to be played as intended. Um, it, it reminds <laughs> me a lot of like when people when Pokemon Go came out. People were all upset because they eventually hit the level cap and there's like, no, there's no end game. Like, what do I do in the end game? It's like the game came out a fucking week ago, dude. You're not supposed to be in the end game. That's why the developer didn't design it, you dumbass. Uh, So put the game down. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. So, yeah, anyway, uh, that's all I got to say about this. (laughs) Do you guys have any questions about GT7?
1: I would say since we started reviewing trophy lists, this is like the second time where we've seen um, like a trophy where you have to drive or skate a certain number of miles because there's plenty of trophies here on the Gran Turismo 7. And then Eli had that one with the skating game where he had to skate for like what? whole world around the world. world. Dude, like, nah yeah don't don't put that in games man yeah,
0: yeah it's it's sitting at a now again don't put a, you put as much stock in your review scores as you want okay if you're listening to this but it's at an 88 on metacritic for the reviewer score and it's at a 62 on the user score so that's not great as far as user score that's like pretty bad actually for a sony first party game um And Elden Ring is at a 96. It went down one point. So, (laughs) yep. It's no longer up there with, like, Ocarina of Time, uh, anything like that. But it is... Oh, and actually, the user score for Elden Ring is only 7.9. So, Mm -hmm. wow. Interesting. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's... I agree with you, Daryl. There's a lot of these, like, just do a lot of this thing. Like, just grind it out. I think Dirt 5 had a trophy like that. And there's a couple others that... You know, it's just the understanding, I think, and the intention behind the trophy is like you're just going to play a lot of this game over the course of a few months or a year and you'll get it naturally if you play. But for a trophy hunter, that is like the huge barrier because, you know, most trophy hunters are not okay with leaving one trophy in a game for like a year while they slowly chip away at it, right? Most of us are like, I'm playing this game, I'm going to platinum it and get it done and move on to the next one. And these kind of trophies, are uh, antithetical to that they don't really allow you to do that so. they're just
2: so long some of them it's just totally it's totally for
0: anybody yeah i agree um there's zero platinum achievers right now on psn profiles so it's uh yeah it's a very new game like we said it only came out about a week and, and some change ago but uh it is selling really well it's a, it's a big game for sony so it's important in that sense um it's a big part of their you know first-party stable. It's it's different than a lot of the other games that their studios release nowadays. Third-person, dark action games. And this is a racing game from Sony. So if you want to support that, uh, you know, go and check it out. Um, it'll probably be on sale later this year. And yeah, just be prepared to, to put a, quite a few hours into it. I would assume, I don't know, anywhere between 60 and 100 hours probably for this game, maybe even more than that. What do you guys think? Yes or no?
1: That's gonna be a hard no for me. Yeah, I'm not playing.
2: Uh, I will say there's a there's a humble bundle right now for driving stuff, and okay. it comes with um, it comes with coupons for, probably I think Thrustmaster. Is it uh? Let me see one second. It's got a lot of racing games, of course. Sure. But yeah, it's uh, it comes with coupons, twenty percent off the Thrustmaster T two forty eight. And the T 150 20 percent off. So, if you're looking for a wheel for this game, maybe check out a uh, humble bundle so you can get some coupons.
0: There you go. That's a good there call out. That's a good call out. I always forget about those things. So, thank you for reminding us. Mm-hmm. And I think um, you know that's going to do it as far as the the content of the show. I don't have anything else to go over as far as the list. You guys have anything you want to bring up before we close up shop?
1: Oh. I've said everything I needed to say, man. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, it sounds like um unfortunately for all three of the lists we reviewed, uh, from a trophy hunting perspective at least, uh, Babylon's Fall might be the one to go for, but from a pure like best game standpoint, like WWE sounds like it would be fun. Oh. Go ahead.
2: I do have something to add. One that can check all those boxes. Shadow Warrior Three.
0: Oh yes. Yeah.
2: That just came out. Yep and it was free on PS Now
0: included with your PS Now subscription included not yep. free there included with there you go
2: uh and it yeah looks pretty fun and it's a pretty easy list so
0: yeah it does look cool and also the, box the uh, we didn't talk about them this this particular episode we wanted to switch it up but the PS Plus titles uh, ghost runner is free for PS5 i actually mm-hmm. added that to my library and whoa the list the is uh is difficult but short and actually one I think you would really like, Daryl. So maybe maybe give Thanks. that a look-see. Um, especially after, you know, Deathloop, which is a longer game. I think Ghost Runner, you can probably beat in, or platinum in like twelve to fifteen hours if you're really good. So okay. yeah, worth checking out. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Well, that's gonna do it for us. This has been Trophy Talk Podcast, of course, your favorite trophy hunting show, episode fifty four in the can. We'll be back in a few weeks time with episode 55, which is going to be what we've been playing for the month of March. And uh, spoiler alert for me, it's going to be Elden Ring. So I hope you guys are excited to hear about Elden Ring. <laughs> 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 and um, yeah, where can people find you at guys before we sign off?
2: Number 13, 1D on uh, all platforms,
0: all platforms. Yes, sir. Discord. Oh, best not place.
2: Xbox, but yeah, discord best place.
0: Absolutely. Daryl, what yeah. about you?
1: You can find me on Discord and PlayStation at the Tall Smoke Guy.
0: That's right. And you can find me pretty much everywhere that I play games at CK Present. Discord, of course, is the best place to find us. If you're listening to the show, real quick, leave a like. You know, it's very fast. We'd really appreciate it. Share it. Tell your friends. We got some good shit going on over here. And uh I was gonna say something else. Oh, next game you play, do us all a favor and try playing it without a guide. See how it goes. You know? Or at the very least, like leave your phone in the other room. Try mm. that out. You might really enjoy it. We'll catch you next might, time. You might you might be doing
2: a lot of walking back and forth. Might
0: be do- no, but <laughs> evening, <laughs> evening, leave your phone in the other room yeah. and don't get up to get it. Like if you're gonna play for like two hours, like what I've been doing when I play Elden Ring is like I put my phone in the bedroom, come in here, I'm in Party Chat gaming, and then I just like two hours goes by and then I'm like, cool, go to bed. You know, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Would recommend. All right, uh, we'll catch you next time. Have a good one, everybody. Take care, and goodbye.